This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is the High Hopes Podcast. High Hopes. It's a bunch of baseball nerds. Well, without the computers. Talking about the Philadelphia Phillies on Radio.com and Sports Radio 94 WIP. Yo, it is a opening day victory edition of the High Hopes Podcast. I am James Seltzer. I have... Made my way into the studio as Jack Fritz is finishing up producing the Phillies game as we speak. My wife might kill me if I am not home in the near future, but we had to make this happen for you guys as, uh, wow, 10 to 4 on opening day. I got the opportunity to be down there for a good portion of it. Um, The electricity back in that ballpark, the excitement, something we haven't felt there in such a long time. Um, it was really special. It was special down there. And, it, you know, Bryce Harper comes out and does the bow and the fist pump. And it was an energy in that park that we haven't felt since 2011, since this team was making playoff runs. And that energy was back. And it was back in a big way. And, um, look, we'll, we'll, we'll dive into it all here at least as much as we can before my wife kills me, maybe I'll even go and Jack will call me and we'll do it that way. Whatever we got to do to make it happen. But um, just an awesome day and obviously starts out a great way. Aaron Nola mows down the first three hitters he faces in the first inning. And then we get, and here he is coming in to the studio. Straight off the press. Finally. Jeez what do you, I know. These poor people had to listen to you for how long? They did. It was like a minute and a half or so. And oh, they that's a minute and a half too long, Way buddy. Too long. They listen to me have to uh, talk about how my wife's going to kill me for being here. But Emily, that, let me just say something. I had Emily. to do it. Listen, Emily, love you very much. Everyone in, in Philadelphia needs this podcast. I know. Because guess what, James? <laughs> We're going to have a baseball team this year. We're going to have a freaking baseball team this year. Like, the, like Reese Hoskins, that, that home run was so beautiful. And, like, I I, I swear to God, when, when McCutcheon hit the home run, I literally I, I started getting emotional. <laughs> I really did. Because, like, the, this, is, this is what... Hoskins has been waiting for. I'm the most happiest for Hoskins because Hoskins has talked this whole offseason. Like, I just want the fans to come back. I want to. I want to have that feeling of 08. Remember when? Remember when, when Chase was here? Yeah. That's what he talked about, right? And he, and he he was he saw the 08 stuff. He's like, honestly, I don't want to talk about it anymore. He's like, I'm just done talking about that. I wanted to be a new memory. Well, guess what? The new memory was today. And like, first career Grand Slam, Reese. First career Grand Slam, and and, like, and he made him pay. He oh, made yeah. him pay. Attaboy. Outgrade. Attaboy, Snicker. It's like, it's like Manny Ramirez, David Ortiz type of no, stuff right there. No, but it was just like, 
The, that's the Philadelphia difference. Like, that crowd was insane. That's what I was talking about in my minute and a half monologue before you got here, was being down there, feeling the energy. It, it was like it was back in 2011. Dude, like, back when they were making runs, it was like, it was electric in that ballpark. Dude, it was crazy, and like, just hearing on the radio, it was so loud, and you could hear Fransky smiling through the calls, mm-hmm. and like, LA's being happy again. Like, it was, and by the way, like, dude, I had no idea LA had prostate cancer, and he's fine. He's, yeah, he's clear. So yeah. Thank God LA's Thank God. Fine. That would it's have awesome. been a, a horrible, horrible start. This, but um, but like like McCutcheon going out there, he hits the home run. The place is going bonkers, and he bows to the crowd. Uh, like he, he bows. Harper Reece runs. He's got the curtain call. Oh, Reese has been waiting for that curtain call since he came up. Yo, and and R- Bryce did the bow for you oh. as as requested right here what on did the I say? It was gonna be like Woodstock and right field. Yeah, was. was I wrong? No, you, you were guys dead were out on. there, weren't yeah, you? Yeah, it was like Woodstock and right field. It was crazy, and he's wearing the fanatic cleats. It was so. Perfect, he's, man. He's too much, man. It was so perfect. Who would have thought the his best play shirt of the, on the day, too, was a hell of a throw to home plate? Yeah, it's a good throw. It was a good throw, but, like, man, that was... It couldn't have been scripted any better. It couldn't have been. I mean, like, uh, sure, Bryce Harper, Harper could have hit a home run. And boy, was he trying. Oh, boy, was he. <laughs> and I think that was part of it. But, look, ultimately, you, you felt the effect of Harper in the lineup. You know, the, again, the Reese Hoskins homer, a perfect example of that. But... It was such a fun day because, first of all, Aaron Nola didn't have his best stuff and still just found a way to get through six with eight strikeouts. Five walks. You're like, what is going on? James, Nola's bad day? Is is, <laughs> is, is six innings in a run and one in a run. That's his bad day. That's he's, bad Nola. He's not going to walk five guys again. And that's the thing, though. They are, they are, this team is going to score a ton of runs. Everyone contributed, top to bottom. Not the guys you'd expect. Eight hole Mikey? Eight hole Mikey. Eight hole Mikey. Listen, Cesar had a that obviously the RBI uh, single da- or double down the line, and the um, the walk that he had to set up the Franco homer with two outs. That was a big at bat there too. Well, Herrera with Herrera the single up the middle. Herrera got the uh, RBI, the, which was a great at bat too. Went with the pitch, hit it up the middle. I was I was hanging with your buddy Joe Giglio down there, and we were like, that's that's when Herrera's home when he's so taking the pitch, going right up the middle. We had fun. I'm so Joe jealous of every single person that was there. Oh, it was so funny. I was. Morose. We got there. We got there right in time to like right before they took the field. It was perfect. So, so like it's just crazy. <laughs> our our three, four, five hitters a couple years ago, or I guess Cesar was our leadoff hitter. Yeah, Herrera was our four hole hitter. No, three hole hitter, and then Bronco be our four hole hitter. Like now there are <laughs> now that's the bottom of the lineup. Now there are six, seven, eight hitters. Like it's it's crazy, and like that's what that's what that's what we've been saying this whole off season was that the first five in that lineup are just going to be so tough to get out. Like, McCutcheon worked some 3-2 counts today. Like, even though Harper struck out, he was working deep counts. Like, it was just... Like, Julio Tehran didn't crap down his leg like I wasn't anticipating. No, you see, especially, well, you expect McCutcheon goes yard, you're like, oh, buddy, yeah. let's go. Man. It was all right. It was the Braves bullpen that crapped it. <laughs> I mean, we all see this Braves collapse coming, right? Oh, they're gonna, yeah. This is it's it's the Nats and the Phillies in this yeah. division. I mean, they're gonna be it's gonna they're a Ronald Acuna team and Freddie Freeman. Acuna's legit. Yeah. Oh, Acuna's amazing. Oh, he's even just tough. Like you could see pitchers not want to mess with him. Right, and he he stole that bag today. I was like, oh, I forgot he can uh, steal oh, whenever he's he wants. Gonna, he's like a 20, 30, 25 guy. Yeah. As a twenty one year old is what what's gonna happen? Yeah, he's, it's gonna be a long season. But man. real quick, back to the McCutcheon Homer. I. I, we've not really talked about movies much on this podcast, but Major League, in my opinion, is the best sports movie of all time. I know that's an aggressive take, but it's my favorite. Well, let's, just, let's get this out of the way right now. Baseball movies are the best kind of sports movies. By far. It's not even close. Not even close. Field of Dreams, The Natural, all of it. But I've, I've always been a... 
Major League, your season's going to be what that first at bat is. And then McCutcheon goes yard. I even said that to Joe Giglio when we were saying that. I was like, I love the Major League line. Your season is what your first at bat is. And then McCutcheon goes yard. It, it, it really did feel like just watching the game, hearing the crowd, like seeing how the game unfolded. I kept saying to myself, we're in for something special, mm-hmm. aren't we? Like the, the the introductions were crazy. Like the, the the McCutcheon home run, it was like that's a big exhale moment. You have Nola didn't have his best stuff, but still, like that felt like a team that's like that's like we're about to do some stuff. Mm-hmm. It feel yeah, like, they felt like a it felt like a, a team that's once going to play a run, right? And you have Kapler going down the line, just aggressive high fiving. And a also, big... also Gabe not doing that much in terms of like. Managing, overmanaging all that. He just set his lineup, let the guys play, made the right bullpen decisions at the end. Naris, obviously. Well, what can you do? It happens. Yeah. Matt Joyce is a good, uh, it's right handed pitching well. Anyway. Well, it's, and, and, uh, I was just laughing like, they start getting an itchy trigger finger at like 80 pitches. Oh, yeah, buddy. <laughs> he let him go to 99. He did. He, he, did. Did. he had to after 69 last year. He's like, yeah. 68. But yeah, it was, was it 68. It was 68. Eh, it's all, it's the number. only calls we took on the station for two weeks. He took out <laughs> Nola after 68 pitches. Um, but yeah, it just felt like we're about to go on a really, really special run. And I keep coming back to Hoskins. I know, I know with Harper being here, he's not the leader or whatnot. But it sounds crazy. He's still the face of the Phillies to me. Reese Hoskins is still the well, face. Because he of the, was kind of here before in that way, right? And he's the guy. The, the, the team in 08 was special because you grew up with Rollins, Utley, and Howard, mm-hmm. and Hamels in a way. Like you grew up with those guys. We grew up with Reese Hoskins. We went through the lean years with Reese Hoskins. And when you see him have that kind of moment, sure, it get, it makes you emotional. Like it's it a good really point. does. Because I like, like that because because he gets a curtain call. He's going down the he's going down the line before the game even starts, and he's giving out like let's go. Like I. I, he is <laughs> like when he was doing that. I was yelling, "Let's go!" I I thought I could have thrown at least eighty two today. Like if I if I was on a gun today, I'm pretty sure I could hit eighty two. <laughs> I'm serious. I believe you. Thank you. You're jacked up. I, was I actually so saw up. someone who plays baseball with you, and they actually said you're pretty good. Yeah, well, I'm I sure. I saw he, someone down there. And I'm he sure was he, like, he was like, "Actually, Fritz is good." He's like, "Fritz has got an arm." Yeah, I'm sure. He, well, yeah, I, people think I'm because I work in sports radio. They think I'm lying. Yeah. I was actually good at this. Yeah, that's what that's what I was told today. Yeah, well, I, I still I, need to see it for I'm myself. Glad to, I'm glad to see the sources are. I still, I still need to see it for myself. But. <laughs> oh man, it was good what to a hear. what good a hear. freaking day, man! Like what a day! You had the Nishak save in the ninth inning, kick save in a beauty. Um, I just I can't get over that Nola's bad day is now eight Ks, one run, and five walks. So he walked three guys in an inning, and I was like, oh my god! Is he yeah, in the second inning, I was like, what is going on right now? Where what is happening? Can I be honest? And we so so you, I couldn't. Joe and I were in right field, so was he getting squeezed at all? He or, was definitely getting squeezed. I couldn't tell from out there. But it was it wasn't the same though. Like it was he was getting squeezed, but he also was off a little bit. His fastball location was just off. I think he just dropped his arm slot a little bit. And the great thing about Nola is that he is able. He's such a smart pitcher and. Aaron Nola is just such a treat to watch from a pitching guy because like it's he pitches backwards, in and out, fastball wherever he wants. You're in it. and out right now. Oh, it's just it's just it's like watching an an, an artiste, an artiste, it, not it, an artist, it, an artiste. It, it really is. And like, can I just be honest? Like, yes. I, I never lied to the the high hopes crowd. During the three walks, I was like, oh no, I did not expect an Aaron Nola like 
like come back. The to dud. Earth. Oh yeah. God, is Nola gonna ruin today? Well, no, it wasn't today. It was the season. Oh God, it was the Aaron Nola regression season. Oh, I, you were you took yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. You didn't even take today. No. You went the whole leap. Yeah. You're like, I was oh like, God. I was like, the one thing I wasn't prepared like, for. The only thing we felt a hundred percent sure about was Nola would be freaking awesome. I know, I know, and I, it was a moment of weakness. Uh, that's, a, that's such a uh, a glimpse into your psyche, Jack. <laughs> I'm always thinking that ahead. Very and you. Looking for the worst. Very you. Though. By the way, uh, I think your Reese Hoskins uh, RBI projection. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> might might come to fruition. Yeah, buddy. Jesus Christ, the guy has real middle behind him and OBP machines in front of him. Gene Segura, like he hits the ball today. It was like five. It was like you know five feet in front of the plate. Beats it out the first base. Oh, uh, he Philly Philly was in on Gene Segura oh, there. Then I mean, took second on the throw. Stumbled going around hustling down there. Oh, LA was fawning. In the Everyone booth. was in on Gene Segura then. And hey, you know. I think it's right to be in Dungeon Zagura. Scored a couple of runs today. Look, that it's a great point because the top of the offense, the top the top five allows those bottom three to not have that type of pressure on them as well. Like they don't need to produce. It's a bonus when they produce. When they produce, you put up ten spots. Yeah. You put up ten spots. Yeah, well, it's just the the, the lineup top to bottom, it just makes so much sense. Um like, I, 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 I'm at a loss for words sometimes. Like, they're going to have some. Remember the, the 08 teams when it was be like, oh, they're going to put up a 20 spot tonight? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. like in St. Louis. There's going to be, there's going to be multiple of those games because they're just, they're so, they're such professionals. They're so hard to get out. They work so many pitches. They, they, they don't really strike out. I know Bryce had the strikeouts today. And listen, we're going to give, we're going to give Bryce a very big pass. Uh, for for today. Because oh please! If you if you were watching Bryce, he was trying to hit he, a home he, run. All he wanted to do was <laughs> so hit a home run. bad, and I can't blame him. I I get it. I would, do you think, I would be one two two. When I saw the when I saw the fanatic uh, uh, when I saw the fanatic cleats. cleats and I saw the shirt. Do you yeah, think, the Pulp Fiction shirt that was hot. Yeah. Do you think he's embracing the face of baseball thing? Yes, I think because he, he's trying to make it fun and he's trying to be like, check totally, out this guy. He even said why he wore the cleats thing. He's like, the, the fanatics always just made me and my family happy. He's like, he smiles all the time. I love it. Like, he, like he just wants he wants baseball to be fun. And, and that's th- all we ever want. That's what we talk about. That's why we we rail against the old school people who are like bat flips are stupid or this or that or whatever. Like it's it's you're disrespecting the game. Like screw all that. That's why I love the let the kids play campaign because yeah. that's what it needs to be. Let these dudes have fun. There are actual people in this league, and Reese Hoskins is one of them. Bryce Harper is another one of them who can actually appeal to a younger fan. To to they are they are. Faces of baseball in a way where they're likable guys. Alex McCutcheon. Bregman, McCutcheon here. Like, there are so many guys like that now. Let them have fun. Like, go out and make baseball fun. Show people that it is fun. And by the way, I mean, uh, talk about a, a game to get the casual fans back in. Oh, buddy. Like, imagine. All the people who just tune in were like, yeah, I'll check out this this Phillies thing everyone's talking about. Shwack. In. Yeah. Um, wow, did they score 10 runs every game? It's great. Well, according to our callers, we had a caller. So James and I obviously work different shows. We had a caller into my show that said they're going <laughs> to score three runs an inning. Yeah, we had a guy say double-digit runs a game, and I was like, wow, that is absurdity. <laughs> three runs an inning beats it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's crazy, the, the things that people come up with. But whatever, we love them equally. But, like, imagine you're imagine you're a six, six through nine-year-old like at that game. It's your first baseball game. Oh. Like, how do you not fall in love with that sport? Of course. You like, have to. Like, the crowd was... And the thing... Uh, that was the biggest thing. I, like, especially being down there and seeing it, like, 
It's been a really long time since baseball felt like that here, and it was immediate. It was it was electric in that stadium. I mean, the first inning, everyone's hanging on every pitch. Dude, you couldn't hear Dan Baker's introduction to Bryce Harper introduction to Bryce Harper because it was so loud. Like I, I didn't get to hear it. I didn't get to hear his him introducing Bryce Harper for the first time because it was so loud in that stadium. It was it was um, like the, they were hanging on every pitch of Nola's first it was great. inning. People were invested in the game. Like I know. it wasn't like. And that's one of the cool things about baseball is that you can go to a game and it can be a a hangout type of thing where you're talking to people in between pitches and all that. But but when when it's great is when everyone is hanging on every pitch and there's a tension in the air in between pitches and all that. And that's what it felt like there. It felt like everyone was invested. Everyone was locked in. It was awesome. Dude, it felt like a playoff game. It felt like a playoff game. It felt like Opening a freaking day. playoff game. It, like Just watching the game this season is going to be so freaking special i am so happy i think all right obviously i'm the most i'm so happy for reese like i just think this is a huge moment for him Mm -hmm. and nola like they came up they're our babies totally and whatever i freaking love andrew mccutcheon oh already like i'm in love in in. i love the dude like in like hitting the home run and then going out and bowing to the crowd that's freaking amazing i know like that's but that's what makes baseball so much different than the other sports like sometimes the sixers do it where they have that kind of crowd interaction but baseball is the one sport where you can like have fun with the crowd yep. you can have a catch with the kid like you see that all the time totally and you can throw be bikes harper and throw a ball into the third deck and dude, all that odubel herrera can actually be odubel herrera yes on this team. yes like he can because the team is fun like this team has harper who's fun all in loves the philly thing by the way hustled out his first his first ground ball I, at first we base. watched it we i were, was we watching were, very we, we were Joe Giulio and I were staring down like run, buddy, yeah, run, and he did. Yeah, and you great. could, yeah, he's you could see it. It was funny. It was, was at least like ninety seven percent hustle. Yeah, which is it fine. was perfect. Which is the fake hustle. And it was a it was a ground ball to first base. Like it's all right, yeah. you know. No, I, I was I was definitely no. Watching and this, it. but this team is just it's it's going to be a team that that Philadelphia fans are going to fall back in love with baseball with. Like this is a team that you can easily rally behind. They have the ace in Aaron Nola, which you can tune in once every five days and watch a stud like performance. They have McCutcheon, who's super fun and, and left. They have Herrera, who I think when he's not. Like when he's not the 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 derisive figure for all these people who like he he's the she- only person that they can zero in on and and kill like he can be Shane Victorino that's what he can be yep you have Harper and right field all in on everything you have M- Franco's fun like he's a funny player hey in, in an eight hole spot eight like, hole eight hole Franco Are, yeah. I mean, how's it feel to be dead wrong about Michael Franco? Yeah. I'm just yeah, kidding. this guy. Okay. <laughs> I never got off Michael Franco <laughs> Island. You know that. Do you know that too? I never, I never doubted the guy. Um, but uh, I mean, like, he's crushing mistakes right now, which is good for him. Obviously, the disclaimer is that I want to see him go the other way, uh-huh. like more than you know, once a month, um, and have hard contact the other way. Like, that's my only disclaimer. If he can, he, if he can smoke any high and inside fastball over the walls he wants. Like that's mm-hmm. that's great. But the next step in in him actually becoming a legitimate weapon on the team is plate coverage and being able to take an outside pitch, go the other way hard and not the the weak little stuff to the right side that jacked up his batting average of two seventy. Like we don't want him to be Derek Jeter with the soft contact to the right field um and, and wow. fake and fake his way to three thousand wow. hits and no MVPs. But um, Wow <laughs> but, I didn't say that. Wow. That's I, good. I just love that's good. <laughs> Sticking the knife in. Um, Segura, like you saw the hustle today. Uh-huh. You saw the good defense today. You saw the, like 
He's just going to be the guy that's like, oh, finally a guy doesn't strike out all the time. That's going to be awesome. Kingery mm-hmm. can come off the bench and just be your super utility guy. Cesar, Cesar. I mean, he's kind of just Cesar. Like, yeah, he's not fun. But he was solid. He's good today. He's that, good. Again, that, that, and and he's it, booked up. The RBI, the, the RBI hit was, was nice, but that walk was monster. Like that front, it was two outs. It was, it felt like a throwaway at bat and he, he worked a walk. Right. And then you have Hoskins at first, which is kind of the face of the team. The guy that came up through everything, the guy that's going to have like a Howard like season, 40 homers, 130 RBI, like that kind of season. Your big match. Asher in the middle of the lineup, like we're modern day Bash Bros uh, in in McGuire and in in Canseco with it. Harper and Hoskins. Like that's what's going to be. And by and the way, off, by the way, flows off the tongue. Harper and Hoskins. It does. I love it's the H H the alliteration. High hopes. Hi. Yeah. Ooh. Oh. Oh man. Oh man. Oh goodness. What? Oh goodness. Are we the three four hitters for the? Vegas? I think we are. That's what we just came to. Also, how about Real Muto blocking every single ball that oh was my thrown God. in the dirt? Yeah. Like, oh my God. It, all that is real. Like, he is awesome. I think Real and Muto. he's in command back there. The the play, the, the Harper throw to home, like, that was just a great read of the situation. It was a good throw to home. Like, theoretically, you think you have a chance of that guy. He knew he didn't. Came out, took the throw, made the play at second base. That was a big out. You want to get real nerdy with it? Oh, you know I do. After Nola walked his third guy right out to the mound. Yo, look he at took that. control of the situation. Yeah, see, that's a pitcher thing yeah, you guys yeah, there. Yeah. That was good. That's really good. No, that's great. really good. I think for me, I think Real Muto is going to be the the straw that stirs a drink for this team. I think so too. Like the he, culture guy, the leadership guy. He's not going to be the most stuff. flashy guy, but no. in that clubhouse, he's going to get everyone's respect. Well, and it's funny too because like he's only twenty eight, and yet he that makes him like. Other than McCutcheon, obviously, like he's like an old man compared to the rest of the squad. Right, he, he he's going to be our Bregman, like from a standpoint of you know Bregman's obviously amazing, has absolutely no holes in his game, kind of like Real Muto, uh-huh. but he's like people when people think of that team now, it's it's Correa, Altuve, Altuve. Springer, like they're the mm-hmm. big big flashy guys, like former MVPs, and then Bregman is just like consistent, amazing, and like. He's like that fiery inside the locker room He's team leader guy. He is the best. If there was one player in baseball who I could have Besides be a Mike Trout. But other than well, who's a traitor now? Okay, yeah. More are and, we pro are we pro, pro Alex Bregman <laughs> podcast? We are a pro of well, he's Jewish who's on top to- of that. So like definitely my guy right there. I but in terms of also from like an off like a personality, like he seems like the best dude ever. Yeah. I'm and all in. I think Real Muto is going to be that kind of player for us. Like sure he may he might he may not he may not do the crazy like flashy stuff, but every day in day in day out consistency and and inside that clubhouse, he's going to get everyone going. Like just watching that team today, it was like everyone had this let's go. Like let, let's like, go. like we're here let's to we're we're here to win a division. And to your point earlier about McCutcheon and Harper and all these fun guys, it does, and not in a sense of like I'm saying they're going to win the World Series or anything, but it has a little bit of that feel with the 2017 Super Bowl champion Philadelphia Eagles, where it's a bunch of guys you like. You know, it just felt like not only was that a team that you know broke through for us and won us a Super Bowl finally and all that, but it was a team full of good dudes who seemed to like each other and also were guys that we liked and could root for. It's like, look, you root for so many guys who maybe aren't the best dudes when you're a sports Babin? fan. It just is what it is, right? It comes with the territory. If you root for a team, you're going to at some point root for some guys. Whether you root hard for them or not, they're on your team. There are going to be some guys who aren't the best dudes. This feels like a team full of good, likable guys. Outside of Pat Neshek. And Jake Arietta. <laughs> no, but Arietta's going to be good this year. I hope so. No, I think I think Arietta's changed. <laughs> okay. I understand why you say that, but I... I his mannerisms of spring. I hope so. I, I, I hope so. I, 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 that was more of a, I'm just throwing it in there, but we'll see. I'll defend Jake. Um, Your boy. What? Pitching the next game. I know. 
for, for while while that was a very subdued. I know that you were like yeah. While but better. <laughs> while today was a cute cute day. It was a, a cute, adorable a cute day. opening day. The real opening day is Saturday. Uh, let's just be, <laughs> let's just let's just be honest with it. It's gonna be the same kind of electricity. Um, I mean, it's gonna be 99 on the outside corner to get a strikeout in the first inning, and he's just gonna mow them down. He's gonna mow that Braves lineup down. I'm not even worried about it. He like he, he everyone's all in on breakout Pavetta. Um, Jeff Passan wrote an article today and said I that saw, he was like great. the most most coveted uh, trade asset on the market this year. I am. Solely blaming that on Ben Harris and the Milwaukee Brewers because it was definitely Ben and Milwaukee who was like, you know what, Ben heard you covered him. Should we steal him? And Ben was like, yes, I'm going to spite Jack Fritz and I'm going to steal Nick Pavetta. <laughs> it's all, it always comes back to you somehow. Yeah, I find a way to make yeah, it about me. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty impressive. You really yeah, can do some you. like mental gymnastics to get there. I, I, I appreciate that. Very impressive. Yeah, yeah. Not many people can do it. Yeah, not it's, many it's people a, can it's think a, as it's highly. A real of, skill. <laughs> think of highly as themselves skill. as I do. By the way, I have an "Is it weird?" from this game. Oh, okay. Is it weird? Joe Giuliano, I had to leave the game. Okay. Um, I had to pick up Zoe, and then I had to come in here to meet you to actually do this and to wait forever. Because it uh, took a little while for Continue the to blame me post-game for show. I don't blame my, you. Things out of my control. You know, Jim Jackson could have gone a little quicker, but I love Jim, so I won't I won't rip him too much. <laughs> but here, as I say that, I'm actually about to rip Jim Jackson, but not really. It's more of a pro-Scott Fransky thing. But is it weird that as we left, we it was the inning that Jim was calling, and Harper was up, and I didn't want Harper to homer because I wanted Scott Fransky to be able to call the first Harper homer. That's the play. We're going to hear that call a million times. The Harper first home run with the Phillies. I don't know. I love Jim Jackson, but I've been a little bummed if Scott Fransky didn't get to call it. Is it weird? It's not weird. And okay, I, I mean, Jim is someone that I love. You're a huge. You are like a, a huge Jim Jackson. I love Jim. But you like, defend him all the time. I love Jim. But Fransky, like that's a Fransky moment, and just hearing how happy Fransky was, like during the first couple um, innings, and how and he's, he's, he's turning off all the power in here. Is Not that what purposefully? You're doing? I was trying to unplug well, my thought, phone charger because I, I have to leave any minute because my wife's gonna kill me. Um, but yeah, Fransky. I was supposed to be home for her five minutes from now. Okay. I don't live five minutes from here, but go ahead. Okay, let me. We'll we'll, we'll wrap it up. Yes, you um, can call me, but that sounds silly. No, no, no. Deep it's already twenty five yeah. minutes. Okay. Um, we'll, we'll 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 you know we'll do more podcasts. Okay, we have plenty. <laughs> more, we have one hundred and sixty two games of a playoff okay, of a playoff All caliber right, baseball go. team. So, but uh, but yeah, Jim. No. Uh, Fransky, it's a Fransky moment. It's a Fransky moment, and he was so happy, and L A was back, and it was just like. I, I cannot wait for playoff. Fransky. So you agree with me on that? It's not weird. It's not weird. Okay, good. it's not weird. I love Jim, but that's a Fransky thing. All right, final thought. Final thought is go Phils. I don't know. I go mean, I, I like. You I'm, don't need a final I'm thought. I'm so happy for Hoskins. How about this? Ten four on our way to 162 and zero. Eh, well, at least we're one and zero. And I'm, clo- we'll, I'm we'll closer to a hundred wins now. I like it. I was at 92, and I feel bad. I f- I feel like that's low. I'm gonna after game one. <laughs> Overreaction theater, baby. I'm gonna I feel f- like that's too low. I'm going to forget the Hector Naris moment today. Yeah. Not going to talk about it. It's Matt Joyce. Matt Joyce crushes right. He's not his fault. Yeah. Matt Joyce is so good. Yeah. He's, on, he's on three different Matt spring training. Matt Joyce tra- is still in the league just at right in and pitching. So come on. Matt Joyce is on three different spring training themes this year. <laughs> so. All right. Uh, for Jack Fritz, I'm James Seltzer. For the 1 0 Philadelphia Phillies. We'll be back next week. React to the weekend and all that. And um, we love all you people. Get ready for breakout Pavetta on Saturday. Brand new Pavetta. The real opening day. All right, we'll talk to you guys later.
Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion championship team.